This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here today to speak to you about your life, your money. And, of course, your investments, obviously, because I'm a financial advisor, so it would be pretty silly not to speak about your investments, right? Anyway, as always, we're coming to you from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world, Jerusalem, Israel, the city of gold, where the very air you breathe, according to ancient tradition, makes you smarter, which is shocking, considering the amount of dopes. <laughs> That travail the country. There's so many people here who are not so wise. Actually, if they're actually getting um, smarter by just the air that's surrounding them, I shudder to think what they were actually like before they got, you know, full of spiritualized air. But that's for another, that's another topic. If you got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron. A-A-R-O-N at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com, www.aaronkatzman.com, aaronkatzman.com, aaronkatzman.com. So I spoke about how the tradition is that the air of the Holy Land makes one wiser. And I actually want to speak about being smart about your money. Isn't that interesting segue? And the fact of the matter is I hadn't actually thought about that until like this second. It just sort of, nobody really knows. I don't prepare when I do the podcast. I know that comes as a shock because the quality is so high. I don't really prepare. I certainly don't know what I'm going to say. I'm not one of those podcasters who writes everything out. You know, I don't do that. It's all like I wing it. So I happen to be speaking about, you know, just off the top of my head, the air of the Holy Land making you wiser. And then voila, we're speaking about how to be smart with your money. Isn't that amazing? That's why you listen. That's clearly why you're listening to this program. Because why else would you want to spend 12 to 15 minutes of your life listening to me? Rather, you want to be smart. You want to be much more intelligent than you currently are. So you know what they say? Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, isn't it? It is so blissful to be an ignoramus. But when it comes to your money, guess what? Dun, 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 dun. It can lead to financial disaster. Way too often I meet people who speak with confidence about their investments, but in truth, they've got no idea. And I mean, no idea what they're talking about. You know, we all come across that in, in life. Many people talk with confidence and they have no clue what they're talking about, like socialists. <laughs> you ever hear a socialist speak? We're ev- equality for everybody. Uh, uh, Mr. Socialist, how does that work? Who's going to pay for it? <laughs> but they speak with such confidence, but they don't have any idea what they're talking about. So, You don't want that to happen, right? Ignorance is not bliss, especially when it comes to your your own finances, right? What the socialist says or not might have implications later down the road when they raise your taxes like to astronomical levels. But for you, keep it simple. It's your own personal financial situation and being, being a dope, being not smart is probably not good. I'm just thinking. So a while back, I got a call from a man who lives in Europe. 
I'm not going to put on the accent for you because I'm bad at European accent. I'm bad at every accent, pretty much. But he lives in Europe, and he consulted with me like a long time ago. Remember Bernie Madoff? Anybody remember Bernie Madoff, the guy who like walked away and stole and frauded people out of like billions and billions of dollars, the biggest, the biggest scandal like ever? Well, he also lost, this guy, this European guy, lost a lot of money with Bernie Madoff. And once you know it, I got a call from him. He surfaced, resurfaced, I should say. And he wanted my advice. What did he say this time? Well, he bought three properties and he's got zero cash, no cash. He just owns lots and lots of real estate. Does that sound familiar? Have I spoken ever about being property rich and money poor, cash poor? Probably like every week, I write about every week that I don't speak about it on the podcast. I write about it in my article in the Jerusalem Post or many other places that I write. Right, so obviously you know for me, I'm a big fan of being cash rich. I like cash. Anyway, he needs a hundred thousand euros, and the advice that he got was to take a loan out against one of his properties. So I said I thought that was a really dumb idea or as we say, bad advice, and he should just sell off one of the properties and then have plenty of cash, right? I figured that his 100,000 euro projection was not going to be enough based on what he was telling me. Anyway, I asked why the person told him to take a loan against the property, and he told me that they said, for sure, the property value will increase more than the amount being borrowed, so it made sense. Yeah, take on lots of debt because you know what? Oh, well, whatever you own is going to move up, and if it doesn't, is your friend who gave you that brilliant bit of advice, is he going to go make up the shortfall? You probably won't even be able to reach him on your phone. He's probably not going like, to not answer his phone anymore. Switch his phone, right? Dumb idea. Okay, so why would you do that? I asked him whether they're going to they're gonna guarantee that the rise in property value, right? Well, this guy said it's going to go up, so is he willing to guarantee that happening? I also mentioned if he doesn't have enough cash now, where's he going to get the money to repay the loan that he owns? Hmm. Catsman, you're causing trouble. Don't you know, Catsman, debt is good. Loans are good. We get rich off of loans, do you? Do you know anybody who's gotten rich off of loans? Personal finance loans? Yeah, but we get we use our credit card so we can get points. We get air miles. We go to the supermarket for free. Hmm. How much did that cost you? Right, because you're bare paying your bare minimum monthly payments. So you're paying like 35 percent a year in interest to the credit card company or to the bank where you're borrowing the money from. Yeah, that's great. Brilliant financial. You got a brilliant financial mind. As a professional financial advisor, that is what I am. I have often come across clients who think they really understand what they own and how conservative their investments are. But after we review their statements, we find out that there's like a big difference right? Like different continents between what the client thinks he has and the facts on the ground that are in the portfolio. For example, right? The client says, yeah, I'm risk-free. I'm a risk-free investor with a conservative portfolio. I hear that all the time. Yeah, I know. I don't like risk. I've got a very, very conservative portfolio. And then what? You look and you look and you look and you go, oh, sir, do you know your portfolio is all invested in stocks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that, but they're conservative stocks. I said, do you know there's no such thing as a conservative stock? Go, what do you mean? They're blue chips. They never go down. I said, remember GE? Yeah, sure. Blue chips. I said, it's the bluest of the blue chips, right? Well, do you know what happened in 2008, 2009? Do you know it lost like 90% of its value? Heck of a blue chip, huh? 
Huh? We found out that the portfolio was only invested in stocks. And over the course of the year, the you know the volatility in the portfolio moved up a lot. It's been, you know, it was a good year in the market, bad year in the market, moved down a lot. But that's not necessarily what the client wants, right? That's not conservative, risk-free investing. You're listening to the Aaron Katzman Show. I am your host, Aaron Katzman. As always, we speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you got any questions, comments, or qualms, you like that? Questions, comments, or qualms. Too bad comments isn't spelled with a Q. That's just for the spellers out there. Uh, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com, www.aaronkatzman.com. We're speaking about not being a financial loser. Hey, Katzman, maybe you should make your message more uplifting. And instead of being negative and calling us financial losers, maybe we can all be financial winners. That's a great idea. Why don't we all hold hands and uh, sit in a circle and talk about how we wish our financial situation would be better and magically it will be better. Great idea. No, we're speaking about how not to become a financial loser. Okay? The blame game. Both financial advisors and cl- clients sometimes share blame. Financial advisors have an obligation to explain investments to their clients, and they should take the time necessary so that the client understands what they're investing in. If they're advising them on other financial ma- matters, they also need to fully explain the p- pros and the cons of their advice. On the other hand, right, where does the ultimate responsibility lie? Obviously with the client. Right? Client has to be responsible their money. They make the decisions at the end of the day. So they got to live with the consequences of their decisions. It's always worthwhile taking the time to understand where your money's being invested. And you should always ask questions until you're like a hundred percent clear about what it is you're investing in. It is so important. Unfortunately, people just say, oh, you know, you're the pro you do it. No, I don't. First of all, I don't want to do it because I don't think it's good for you. I think you should know what you're investing in, but for your own sake, right? Why are you turning over that whole responsibility to me? It's your money, your decisions, so live with the consequences, but be educated so that you make smart decisions. I said before that knowledge, that, that uh, ignorance is bliss. Well, the opposite of ignorance being bliss is knowledge is being key. It's not exactly the opposite, but what the heck, right? Knowledge is key. When it comes to making those financial decisions, Focus on the whole range of investment characteristics rather than simply hopes of a high return. It's necessary to understand the costs involved, the nature and the degree of risks involved, what your investment goals are, maybe the performance history of the product, any special fees associated with an investment before you decide to buy it. One should also never assume that an investment is federally insured, low risk, or guaranteed to deliver a certain return. Find out all the information that's necessary and then make sure that you understand it properly. If you don't, keep asking. There's no harm in asking why, how, what. Keep asking. Right? We encourage our children to ask questions. You too, when you become an adult and you've got things you don't understand, why can't you be like your children? You're teaching your children to ask questions. You yourself should ask questions. It's not so complicated. Ask questions if you don't understand. Then you can then check it out against your goals and your own risk profile to see if that that recommended investment is actually a good fit for your specific portfolio. 
Now, continuing cooperation with your financial advisor will only help you in your efforts to make sure that your investments remain consistent with any goal that you may have. Periodically reviewing your portfolio is a good way to assess constantly whether it's still consistent with your needs. I wouldn't always get caught up on your performance. People do, too much. What's really, really important is that your portfolio remains consistent and in line with whatever financial goals and needs you have. You have, not your neighbor, not what you see on some website. What you, capital Y, capital O, capital U, what you have. It's, got, it's your money, and that money's got to serve your specific purposes. Keep that in mind. People always mess that up. They read on some website, but the fact of the matter is that website, the guy writing on the website or the lady writing on the website doesn't know what your own specific situation is. On the same note, make sure that your investment strategy also remains current, right? Your goals and needs being current, and then your investment strategy be, should remain current, right? So that you can enable, so that your investments will enable you to achieve the goals and the needs that you have, right? It's pretty basic. And then, if what? If there's a change in your financial situation, consider whether your investment strategy or maybe the strategy doesn't need to be changed or reevaluated, but maybe the investments within your current strategy may need to be changed as well, right? It's an ongoing fluid process. And just being ignorant about that process isn't going to score you any points. It's going to probably mean that you're going to lose the financial game. And we are all about winners. We like victory. As Nike said in the Olympics of, I don't know, 1984, 1988, you don't win the silver, you lose the gold. Now, people thought, oh, that's cruel. That's so cruel. Yeah, but we're in it to win it. We want to win. We want to make the, the most of the money that we are given and we merit. And the way to do that is to be smart about it. Ignorance is not bliss, right? Knowledge is the key to financial success. You're listening to The Aaron Katzman Show. We speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, Email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. Or you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. We'll see you soon.